Hey everybody, it's Damara West. I'm founder of Be Well Beautiful Woman. I'm so delighted that you have tuned in today. I have a special treat for you, but before I talk about that special treat, I just want to welcome you once again to the Be Well Beautiful Woman podcast. As you know, our work is all about helping women to prioritize wellness so that they lead optimal lives. We make sure that you do this in a myriad of ways from our Be Well Beautiful Woman tour to the retreat that we provide, other kind of meetups. We have our podcast that you're listening to right now, our blog. Um, and then a lot of other ways that you can be connected to our work. So with that, um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the tour later, because uh, that's really our uh, interviewee today is going to be on our tour lineup. And boy, when I tell you that you're in for a treat, you really, really are in for a treat. So Brooke Mackey is on the line with us, and she is the owner of the Mackey Firm, which is one of the nation's leading female event curators and brand influencer for Covassier Chicago Market. Over the past decade, Brooke Mackey has delivered brand strategy, marketing campaigns, online and offline partnerships, large-scale events, and influencer strategy content for brands including Fox, Netflix, Pink Luster, The Black Women's Expo, Meal Organics, BET, Nike, Rock Nation, o Oxygen, Intermix, as well as many others. So without further ado, Brooke, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Damara, for having me. Um, good morning, everyone. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited to be a part of um, this conversation. And um, I would hope that, you know, the viewers or the listeners will be able to, you know, take away some inspiring things away from me in our conversation. So thank you again. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the things that I love about you. You show up with such heart in your work and it feels like that permeates everything that you do. So we're just going to jump into this very first question. Um, you left for Detroit to attend Columbia College because of your passion for theater and you ended up building a global influencer brand and launching the Mackey Firm. It's a prime example of how we plan and then we land where we're supposed mm -hmm. to. So talk to us about how all this manifested. Um, sure. So I came to Chicago um, in 2000, the fall of 2005. And my, well, actually I came um, earlier, earlier than that, earlier that spring of that year. And I came because I actually had an audition um, for the Juilliard School of, School of Arts in New York. And they were holding auditions here in Chicago. So my first choice was to attend the Conservatory Juilliard for theater acting. I went to um, Detroit High School for the Fine and Performing Arts. So my passion and my first love was theater acting. Um, and, it, and, and that was my um, priority and my focus. However, when I did discover that it was in Chicago, I began to do research and noticed that they did have a um, creative college here in the city of Chicago. And that was my plan B if plan A didn't work. So I remember coming to the audition, uh, you know, getting the first callback, but not the second callback. Um, I was devastated because I really wanted to go and attend that school. I really wanted to launch, you know, my, my theater career. And I, and I felt that that was the best school for that. Um, they did tell me to, you know, reapply or re-audition. But I don't know if you all 
know about Juilliard, but it it is very prestige and it's 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 the top of the line when it comes to um, being a thespian in the field. You if you hear anyone that attends Juilliard, then you know they're like the top of the line um, school in education for that field. So um, while we were here, my mom and I we got a chance to visit Columbia College um, when I didn't get that second call back. And from there, um, I immediately fell in love with the school and their concept. They still were focused around the arts and they were able to provide me with um, the major that I wanted to be in, which was theater, acting. Um, I also did some um, minoring in dance and fashion as well. So that was the that was the initial plan when i came um to chicago everything just kind of uh transformed um being having one goal and i, I remember you saying you know depending on where we land and how we plan it, it definitely took a, a 360 where you know it wasn't it wasn't a, a institution as normal colleges where you're off on a campus or you were, you know, secluded, you know, on, on a, on a, a educational or a, a campus, you know, you're right in the, you're right in the middle of the city. You're right a part of like what's happening, what's going on. I was 17 when I came to Chicago. So a lot of, um, uh, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't know about a big city. I, I, a lot of it was a bit overwhelming, but I initially just, took through time took the opportunities that was given to me and you know just made it you know become what it is today and and you know just basically just going back over my story um that wasn't the plan the plan was not to come here and and start the Mackey firm the plan was to come here and be an actress uh, move to LA um, move to you know move on with with acting and, and now that I even talk about it it's just you know crazy how it just took a total different turn and and not saying that I won't you know revisit that part of my life but you know it's just different reasons for different seasons and I totally believe that all of it was just um, a part of you know God's plan or my journey. Yeah, there was so much that you said that you didn't say that I felt was underlying, right? I mean, the fact that you came to this big city, you didn't know city life, there was a lot of fear around that, right? You had set out to be a dancer and now all of a sudden, you're, that, that pathway is not opening up the way that you thought it was. Um, but in spite of that, you remained open. And as you remained open, there were a lot of opportunities that started to fall into your lap. And now you've built this very successful um, company and you're all over the world promoting really significant brands. Brands. And so, you know, I wonder if that that Juilliard door would have opened up if we would know Brooke Mackey the way that we know Brooke Mackey today. Um, and so I love also that you said that you may revisit it, right? That things are not necessarily final in life. I blogged about this recently. Um, I met a woman years ago where I had like failed miserably. One of my biggest failures I've ever had. And I was in a room in DC not too long ago uh, doing a training and she was one of the people in the, in the room. And she was just in awe of what I delivered and had invited me to come and do some work with her teams. So, you know, just because we a door closes at 
one moment, it doesn't mean that that door closed permanently. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, what that might look like for you. And um, I'll definitely stay tuned. So since I want to just jump into our next question, uh, which is really about um, just your passion about driving transformational strategies that create change. I mean, you have a lot of passion, even from the very first time that I met you at the Black Women's Expo in Chicago, um, to the time that I have followed you on social media, the conversations that we've had, you have such a um, way about you and your spirit is really, really beautiful and it's authentic. And it's clear that you wanna create positive change in the world. And so, you know, for our audience, why is this so important to you, driving transformation strategies that create positive change in the world um yes the more i've i've i value a lot on treating people how i want to be treated um and i i think about those times when i came to chicago and i didn't have anything you know i i came really from a single parent um a home and my mom always worked and i seen her struggle to to provide for my sister and I, and I just always wanted to be able to have some type of platform um, when I get to a certain point that I could, I could reach back and be able to be an example for other women that want to be a part of the industry or, um, you know, just being able to be that light in the midst of, you know, what we're dealing with today with, you know, the, the, my field alone is predominantly man driven. So one of the examples, um, obviously I, I am the Chicago curator for Cavassier. And one example of transformational um, uh, marketing strategies, or I, I came up with a series called Women Drink Cognac. Um, and with that, I was able to engage be relatable and bring it all together with the spirit. And not only have I done this with Cavassier, I've done it with other brands too. And I feel that that's why people gravitate to me and, and gravitate to what it is that I can do for their brands is because I believe in being relatable and transforming that over to whatever it is that you're trying to deliver or you're trying to display or, or, or what you're trying to, um, you know, give back basically. And I'm a firm believer of, you know, if you, if you have the passion or if you have a goal, I do believe that it, it can be met. I do believe that, um, um, anything, anything is possible. So basically I, I always, and another thing I, I like to turn um, things that probably don't have hope or turning nothing into something. I like to build from the bottom. I like to um, capitalize on the fact of people, you know, thinking that you're the underdog or thinking that something can't happen. And we use these transform transformational experiences to bring people in and to and to make, you know, brands or to make um, whatever it is that, you know, you're trying to, like I said, deliver or display or, or promote, um, basically make it come to life. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and I believe that. And yeah, I believe that you do it with heart, not just from um, the things that what you just share with the audience, but also my dealings with you. I'll never forget being at the expo and uh, attending your workshop. And we talked after and you said to me, reach out to me, I will help you. I want to help you. And I believed you. And, you know, we've cut things have come full circle since then. We've rebranded. Um, and I just, I really love that about you, that this idea that you want to make sure that everyone has an opportunity, even if they don't feel like they've ever, um, they could have that opportunity, right? Even if they don't see themselves, it, it sounds like you see people and you see possibilities that other people don't see um, and that you're willing to really offer that to anyone who's willing to engage with you in whatever way that means for you, right? Um, and not just these big brands that you work for, but also folks like me who are on the ground, you know, working to birth something that's so sacred to me. Um, mm -hmm. Because because I also feel like no matter who you're working with, whether that be Netflix or Fox, there is a part of your work that feels very sacred too, that you take really personal, that mm -hmm. is a part of who you are. So it's not just something you do. I feel yeah. like this is who you are. Yeah. And, and, you know, to go back on how we first met, it's all coming back to me right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I get, when I when I did the Black Woman Expo, I just remember um, being on the panel with, you know, these really, you know, powerful, strong women, um, African-American women, and, you know, just sitting there being able to tell my story with their stories were just like, wow. And um, I never forget, you know, I always had the desire to, you know, like I said, give back or be an inspiration for another woman, but I, I, or women, you know, in general, but I never forget that, um, it was a time in my life where, you know, I'm enthusiastic, I'm excited, you know, people were asking, oh, you know, when, when you have a certain amount of popularity or a certain amount of social status, you will find that people will start reaching out to you and they will ask you to do things and they want you to be a part and they want you to, you know, repost and this that, and the other. So I'll never forget that I said, I'm like, wow, I, I would like to do a panel or I would like to speak or I would like to talk. And I, I put that out there into the atmosphere. But the first time someone asked me to do it, um, they, they asked me to be a part of it. And then later on, um, I think I was in Miami or something and I posted like a picture of, you know, what I wore to, a, you know, the club that night and, you know, it, and I, I would kid you not the next day I got a call like, oh, you know, the director or, you know, the planner of the event has decided, you know, that we're gonna not use you anymore and, and, and I'm like, well, I was a sponsor, you know, the, they reached out to me, like I was helping for push and promote this event. They're like, well, yeah, like, you know, we don't, we don't think that, you know, your image is right for our brand and this, that, and other. And I, and I believe they were coming to Chicago as about, you know, a sister to sister or, or, or something. Um, it wasn't that brand. I don't, don't quote me. Um, but I just felt in that moment, I'm like, wow, if we're supposed to be women uplifting each other, I didn't even, I was so like hurt and, and, and didn't understand like 
why was I being taken off the panel? Like, because of something that I wore? I mean, like, is this, it? like, I, I didn't understand, like, I, and, and it was, and that happened to me, not once, but twice, when, you know, a group of women were interested in saying, hey, let's put you on our panel, let's, because they wanted me to push their event, but they didn't necessarily want me to be a part of their, their, you know, social circle, or, or whatever it was, so it was in moments like that, that I'm like, you know what, I don't want to be just another panelist or just another influencer getting on the panel and sounding rehearsed and, you know, making it all about me or making it, you know, where it's like, oh, you can't be a part of, you know, what I'm doing or, you know, because a lot of times, you know, I feel that women, even when you came up to me tomorrow, it's like, you know, the women on the panel, they can be intimidating or they can seem like they don't want to be bothered or they can. And I just wanted to be different. Like, I know that I was in a position once where somebody took a chance on me. And so I just want to be able to be to be that transparent or that relatable for someone else and say, hey, we may not, you know, come from the same walk of life. We may Oh, you just broke up, Brooke. You still there? Brooke, can you hear me okay? Brooke, are you still there? You totally broke up. I'm gonna give it a second. Hopefully I haven't lost you. Can you hear me okay? Brooke, are you still there? Okay, I'm gonna wait on the line for a second. Hopefully you can hear me. Are you still there, Brooke? Uh-oh. Can you hear me okay? Hello? Uh-oh. Yep, I totally, uh, you went out after you were talking about people had, you know, uh, you were talking about the panel and, um, oh gosh, you were talking about being on the panel and yeah, I, how they can be intimidated. Okay, okay, good, good, good. I, I just, yeah, I was just basically saying that, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of times people, you know, get caught up in, in their power um and and sometimes you know it's like you i know sometimes like people on panels or a lot of women they you know they they come to certain things and if i come to a panel discussion or if i or if I, if I come to and it's um you know an experience that i feel like is going to make me better or i'm going to walk away with something i don't want to be around people that are going to you know not receive me or not you know be able to um be open or 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 nice even you know like i i feel that um you know in 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 this day and time i feel like sometimes us you know we as women we can we have the power to build each other up and we have the power to tear each other down and i've been a result 
I've, I've been a victim of women trying to, you know, tear me down maybe because we're not the same in our, in our, in our physical appearance, or we're not the same in how we, you know, interact with people. You can be really conservative. I can be sexy. You can be really, you know, snooty or I can be down to earth. But at the end of the day, it's like, I feel like if there's one common goal and, and the goal is to, to give back and be positive and, and lead another individual into um, basically, you know, something, something great. I feel like, you know, we as women should be able to build each other up instead of, you know, um, secluding ourselves or becoming cliquish and, and judging, you know, at, at a time, like I didn't, I didn't know, oh, maybe I shouldn't, you know, dress like this, or maybe I shouldn't do this or do that. Or when is an appropriate time to be, you know, this way or that way. And instead of someone saying, you know what, oh, we don't accept you, that could have been an opportunity for them to actually know me or actually, you know, have a conversation with me and say, hey, we will still want to work with you, but we want to talk about this or let's talk about it. Like, and it was times like that, that made me become more like, you know what, if somebody comes up to me or someone, you know, wants to, to receive something from me, then I have no problem with giving that because I will want people, again, how I said, treat me how I want to be treated. I treat them how I want to be treated. And, and that's really what I live by. And that's one of the reasons why I have so many successful relationships and resources today, because I never, I never put myself on a pedestal where I feel like I'm better than someone or I can't reach back. Yeah, bro, that's exactly what I was going to say, right? I feel like you have created this abundant life because of how you show up in the world, because you feel like people are important wherever they're at. Um, and when you share that story on the panel, that was one of the things that was really uh, intriguing for me, because I've also been you know, a person who has had experiences where I have been shunned for my identity. You know, maybe I'm not black enough or um, my interests aren't in alignment or whatever that thing is that I've done. And I do think that there's something problematic about, you know, saying that we believe in the power of women when we really believe that we believe only in the power of women who look like us, right? That is not female empowerment. And I think Correct. that we, and I think that as leaders, it's so important to make sure that we're in alignment with people who care about us, who are, who really are invested in us, not just the work that we're doing, not with the intention of using us, but it based on this idea of reciprocity, right? And then I'm going to show up and you're going to show up. And in some way we're all going to benefit, even if I don't benefit from directly supporting you. I know that the universe or God, um, I know that you believe in God and we're going to talk about that in a minute um that however that shows up for you you know that a blessing is going to come because that's just how life works right we get back what we put out in the world and so again that was one of the reasons why i really wanted to work with you within be well beautiful woman because so much of who you are um embodies the values that we hold so um, I, I want to talk a little bit Thank about, <laughs> yeah, 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 of course, of course. So you, um, you've worked, uh oh, there's a, it's a little bit noisy in the background. Oh, 
Sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. So you've worked with some amazing brands such as Netflix, BET, and Nike. What advice do you have for folks trying to break into these industries? My advice for people trying to break into the industry is just be consistent. Consistency is key. Um, You're not always going to get the yes you're looking for. Um, And you have to be okay with that. You have to go through rejection. Um, Sometimes you can be right at the point where you feel like you made it, you got the job, you got the role, you got the the connection, um, you got the position, and then something can change. Um, I never, and, and, you know, it's crazy because I was just talking to someone and I basically was telling them that, you know, you never can think of yourself like, oh, I, you know, they, they felt, they felt that the job I was offering them, you know, they, they were more equipped basically. And, and they had, you know, they're like, Brooke, you know, I, you know, I can do more. I can, you know, I, I have more experience and, you know, I, this is somebody that I've helped. And this is somebody that I've seen, you know, transition and, and, and develop, you know, more into, you know, who they're supposed to be. But I always say that you never can think that, oh, you, you've made it because in actuality, you didn't. I always think I'm like, I didn't make it even to be, you know, able to have these opportunities right now and being able to, you know, speak to an audience about my story. I still don't feel that I've made it to the point where, you know, I'm satisfied you know, you, you have to keep going and you can't never feel, you know, comfortable where you're at because one door leads to another door and maybe you don't want the job. Maybe you don't want to be the bus boy. Maybe you, you know that you can be the manager, but sometimes taking the lower position just humbles you and trains you and, and, and makes you appreciate when you get to a certain level the, the, the level of consistency and dedication that it took to get there. And, you know, you just, you can't give up. You have to go out. You have to, you know, introduce yourself. You have to network. If you don't know the people, if you, they say it's all about who you know sometimes. So if you don't know the people or you don't have those type of resources, then guess what? You have to go out and you have to get to know people. You have to you have to get outside of your comfort zone and you have to stay consistent because at the end of the day, you know, Rome wasn't built in a night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we look at and we look at, you know, some of the stories like, you know, I see memes on social media about Maya Angelou and and, and Oprah and, and these big moguls that we idolize today. And and they go back and they say, well, if they would have gave up when they were 30 like they weren't, they wouldn't be where they were today. If Maya Angelou would have gave up when she was in her twenties, she, you know, she came from prostitution. She came from the, and, and you know, that's why I believe that everybody's story and journey is different. If you want, if you have an idea or you have a goal, write it down, visualize it and don't stop till you get there because it will happen. 
Yeah, that was so rich, right? I mean, there, there was so much that you said in there, right? If you don't have it, make it. And this is why like being in spaces with people that we want to connect with is so important. And so I cannot um, underestimate like the value of uh, purposeful networking, right? And, and that can come about through a lot of different ways. But then also like the spirit of um, relentlessness, like I am going to stay anchored in this no matter what. And we know that faith is really about that, right? So I'm going to continue to activate and I'm not going to lose hope in the midst of my activation and believing that eventually my hope is going to be aligned with the goals and the vision that I have for myself, right? Um, and so that was really beautiful that we just have to start with what we have and knowing that every opportunity as well that you, you highlighted is going to help you to get to the next level. That every experience, like we started with, who knew that you were going to be the Mackey firm, be this global brand ambassador that you are, I'm sure that 10 years ago, you would have never seen this for your life, yet you are living it right now as we speak. And the last thing you hit on, which I think is so important, is like staying hungry and not being comfortable in your own skin. Because at the end of the day, I think we should be grateful for any single opportunity that comes our way and figuring out that as we take on these opportunities and really uh, accepting that there's gonna be more, right? The more we stay anchored, the more grateful we are, the more opportunities are gonna manifest for us and and clearly you're living that so that's really really beautiful yeah thank you yeah you're welcome okay so i know you have wellness practices such as your faith one of your guiding scriptures is matthew 19 26 when jesus said with man this is impossible but with god all things are possible along with your practice of yoga and exploring the world why is it so important for women to not only take time for but prioritize their wellness um, I, I definitely believe in balance. Um, and, you know, from the last time, you know, we spoke, was that last year or the year before? That was actually the year before. It's time yeah, just flies. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm like, wait a minute, was this from the last year panel or the year before? And, 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 the, you know, it, it's crazy how things come full circle, you know, yes. just imagine if, you know, I wasn't able, like, if I didn't, you know, touch you in some type of way we wouldn't be here today and and that's why you know I I believe in you know just treat like again treating people how I want to be treated you know never never um being too high and mighty to, to help the next person um but again you know like I said it's about balance and you know honestly you know life is a little different for me now because you know, I just had a baby, so. And she's um, gorgeous, by the way. You definitely need to you. check her out. Um, it is all about, it's Dior, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, everything's about Dior now with a little bit of brand ambassador stuff mixed in between. Right, exactly. So, I mean, you can imagine, you know, last year around this time, you know, I, I found out that, you know, I was with child and, you know, I'm, I'm right trying to you know do things or, or or you know becoming more um embedded in my career and you know thinking what's next and boom it's like oh i'm pregnant you know and you know i i, I went and i said okay am i gonna do this i'm not gonna you know just being real like what's the plan you know and when her her father was you know willing and, and, and happy and ecstatic to, you know, start a family, 
then, you know, I'm like, you know, what, I'm going to do this. And but to keep me sane and to keep, you know, the things that were, were going on around me, just because I do have people watching me and, you know, the things that I do take place on a lot on a, a platform or a social media platform. So I chose to, you know, hold my pregnancy, you know, private um, as as long as I could so I could, you know, continue to do things and, and work and um and just having that that peace because especially you know I work with a liquor brand so uh you know I didn't want to just come out and be like hey I'm pregnant and now you know everybody's like you know well you're promoting liquor <laughs> so, <laughs> the, con- the conundrum the conundrum yeah like, this is crazy you know and, and last year we got an opportunity to go to Paris and you know just things that I remember asking God, I'm like, God, please, you know, let me not show as long as I could. But I was, you know, that's why you have to be, you know, clear about what you pray for, because I asked, you know, not to show in my stomach, but, you know, it was all over my face. So (laughs) I was like, yeah, so people were like, you're pregnant? Are you pregnant? And, you know, although you couldn't see, you know, a, a, a baby bump you can see the the changes um starting to happen you know in my face Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. you know i i I came out um publicly around you know seven months and you know people were like oh i knew it or oh i think yeah you were looking different and you know and i was so concerned about my job and my position that i felt that you know i i caused you know unnecessary stress but i feel like i you know it was basically because i fought so hard to to get that position or i was so grateful to be you know blessed with the opportunity i didn't want it to be taken away from me i was fearful that i was going to be um rejected or i was going to be um you know, put to the side or, or say, you know what, we can't use you anymore because, you know, it's not a reflection of our brand. And it goes back to, you know, when you have experienced rejection before in your life, you always kind of just be on edge sometimes to, you know, oh, might have that insecurity of, you know, what, what, what if they don't accept me? What if, you know, what if I lose my job or what if I, you know, lose the position that I have? And, you know, I, I left it, I left, you know, I, I left it to God. I put my um, big girl pants on and I walked in there and I said, well, this is my plan. This is what I wanted to reveal. You know, I, and it was funny because when I had a meeting with um, the, you know, the brand team, they were like, oh, we thought you were going to quit, but oh, you're, you're having a baby. That's great. Like everybody was so supportive. And I was just like, oh my God, I was so nervous and again that was just a moment in life when you know sometimes like we put more on ourselves like sometimes it's just it's okay don't don't God says don't fear you know like Mm. you know that that's a big thing and it's like when we allow fear to seep into our everyday lives like we just put unnecessary stress on our bodies and you know sometimes it's just not that serious you know sometimes yeah, if we could just get over our fears, then I feel that in, in that case, you know, it would just make life that much better. But to full, you know, to bring it back full circle about, you know, just being able to to balance and being able to take care of yourself and, and, 
and and it's okay to you know take some time off if you need to and and my my child is basically teaching me more patience but at the same time more resilience mm. more more fight but to be soft sometimes to be vulnerable yeah to, to take a moment for yourself and just say it's gonna be okay you know yeah. like this is life and everybody goes through it i i really love what you're saying about um just how when we operate from a place of fear we really block the love that's available to us right and I have been doing a lot of work in A Course in Miracles lately, and what they believe is that every action, every thought, every feeling, every action comes from a place of fear or comes from a place of love. And there are a lot of things that we can be afraid of in life, right? There are so many. that We can be afraid that we're going to be rejected, like you said, because we've been rejected before. We can be afraid because we're a woman, and we know that society has not always been kind to women, has not always been kind to mothers. Um, there's a lot of reasons why we can be afraid. And I think when we get into that place of choosing love and vulnerability and um, courage, those are the moments when like magic happens. And like, I can yeah. even hear it in, in what you express, right? There's a tenderness in what you express and the gift that your daughter has brought forward um, for your life in general, right? And that you haven't missed a beat since she's been here. And yes, it, it doesn't mean that being a mother is not hard. But it also means that you can be a mother and still live a balanced life, as you talked about. And we can still be, we can have whatever identity we hold and still live abundantly. And, I, and so that was um, really, it was priceless what you just shared with us. So, yes, yeah, so beautiful. We have come to the end of our interview. And the very <laughs> last question that I have, because I can't leave you without us talking a little bit about the tour, is, you know, you did, you said yes to our Be Well Beautiful um, Woman tour. You're going to be on our main stage. You're going to be doing a fireside chat with me. It's going to be awesome. And I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited, too. <laughs> and um, I just want you to share with our audience, you know, why you said yes to this body of work and what are a few things for participants can expect as a result of you having a fireside chat with me? Sure. Um, I said yes to being a part of um, the tour and the Be Wellness campaign because, you know, I, I felt excited about it. I felt it was, you know, an opportunity for me to tell my story and just like, you know, how we met, you know, maybe there will be another you or maybe it'll be, you know, someone that is you know, trying to, to figure it all out and just need someone that, you know, they can maybe identify with and, and, and look up to or, or look, not necessarily look up to, but relate to and say, you know what, that, that was the conversation I needed to hear to push a little bit more harder or to continue to go a little bit more forward, even though life hits us and life have Life has its its ups and downs and its tribulations and everything. You know, like I said, with, with God, anything is possible. So, as you know, if I can be that light and I can share, you know, some light um, with other women and, and with other individuals that are willing to uh, hear me and accept me, then then that's that's was a yes for me. Um, and, of course, I also love the fact that, you're doing um, the tour in Michigan. You know, I'm originally from Detroit, and I, I wanted 
to be able to have, you know, at some point have an opportunity to go back to my hometown and be able to deliver something back to my roots um, mm. of where this all, this journey all began. So when I seen that you were doing something in Detroit, I'm like, oh, that, you know, that's great because I always think in my head, like, how can I go back and reconnect to the place that birthed me? Um, so, um, that was another reason why, and, um, everyone can expect, you know, for me just, you know, being, I, I suppose being real, being genuine, um, you know, being able to put my, my heart into this and, and just being as transparent that as I can. And, um, you know, so yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I know I feel so good. I love that we're going to be a part of um, okay. your your hometown. I love that. Uh, I know that you're going to show up with authenticity. You don't hold back. If you have uh, an answer to something, uh, you're going to share it. You're not. You don't yeah. hold on to information that you know is going to you know potentially help someone else. So right. uh, again, I'm so excited about this. Cannot wait to have you, um, audience. I appreciate you tuning in we love you so much please make sure that you check out the tour at bewellbeautifulwoman.com check out all things beautiful woman and if you're uh if you're not already following us make sure that you do that at the letter b well beautiful um again that's the letter b well beautiful and and like our facebook page which is be well beautiful woman and if you want to stay in touch with brooke please let us know how we can do that brooke um yeah you can follow my social media handle um at my brooke um I, I need to get back into the Facebook stuff, but I'm Brooke Mackey on Facebook. Um, and also my social media handle for the Mackey firm, um, at the Mackey firm. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I think the first one is in where Kalamazoo. Yeah. March 31st. Yeah. Yep. So, so we'll be yeah. in Kalamazoo March 21st. We'll be in Detroit okay. on um, May the 21st. And we're going to be in Grand Rapids on July the 27th. So make sure that you're, if you're in the Midwest area, if you're even as far as Chicago, we're pretty accessible. If you're going to a place like Kalamazoo, I make it to Chicago all the time. And so um, definitely check us out and please make sure that you follow Brooke. She's got some amazing content particularly on her Instagram page and um, make sure you comment and see this fabulous woman in action until next time y'all Ashe.